Welcome back for another episode of Counting the Stars. I'm Mary Gillum, and I'm here for morning coffee with my husband, Malone Gillum, where we ponder and discuss the big questions of life. Who are we? Why are we the way we are? What is truth and what is fiction? And just as endless as the stars in the sky are, our exploration never runs out of new questions and discoveries. So grab a cup of coffee for yourself if you like, and join us as we dive into what's unfolding this week. Let's focus in on seeing a little more of life and truth and do some growing up together as family. Here we go. Good morning. Hello. How are you today so far? I'm still figuring that out. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> taken your pulse yet? Well, the, uh, my pulse is going. <laughs> <laughs> Mine had a shock, so I kicked the cat this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, I witnessed that. <laughs> In the dark, walking across the bedroom. Of course, I couldn't see. And Pino is, or Pippin is lying on the floor and just kicked that poor cat. And it's, and I felt so bad and still do. The cat's okay. I'm not. (laughs) But it's made me think about, you know, the things we can see and the things we can't see are our overall perspective and especially in relation to counting the stars and growth and as we walk through our days. So here's this cat with night vision who can see everything crystal clear and is trusting that I'm not going to kick him as I walk towards him. (laughs) Uh, And I don't have that night vision. I don't see. And so therefore I fumble around and end up hurting um, unintentionally, because I just don't see, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. And how often we walk through life doing that same thing. We just honestly don't know what we're doing and end up hurting ourselves and hurting people around us. Um, and it can be a messy process, a messy life. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you pretty much read my mail for the last 52 years, so... <laughs> Well, and I think in order to deal with that, we have to learn how to give ourselves lots of grace and everyone around us lots of grace and understand and remind ourselves that we're all walking through this life one day at a time, waiting for a little more light, (laughs) waiting for the daylight, you know, as the hours go on. Um, in our journey to provide some more illumination. Yeah, so I guess, um, of course, I didn't kick the cat, so I'm thinking about something (laughs) different (laughs) than that. Um, But maybe we'll figure out if they relate to one another. It does relate somewhat to that we end up without 
either understanding or what we're doing or understanding too late or seeing it too late that we uh, cause pain to ourselves and to other people. And you talked about growth. And, of course, that's part of growth is seeing those things and wanting to grow from them and counting the stars. Is There's a lot about growth, and we talk about it every week. What's been on my mind just for a f- few moments this morning is um, we're entering into that season, and you talked about seasons recently, of more dormancy. And at least as far as I'm concerned, I think we all need that, and I do too. Um, It's awesome to talk about growth, but if all your, if everything is about growth, it's not natural because part of it is there's got to be some dormancy mm-hmm. because you just can't take it or I can't. Right. The constant self-evaluation and wanting to move forward and introspection and contemplation. And it's like at some point I need winter <laughs> so I can just um, go into a little bit of a dormant phase to recover from the growth, to get ready for the next part of growth. Um, so that's kind of where I feel like I'm at. You asked me how I'm doing, right. and uh, I really feel a need for a little bit of dormancy um, to let the growth that's happened settle in and heal up if that's a right kind of word for the next season of growth. Yeah. I love that. And just because you go into dormancy and, and rest and kind of pull back and, um, have reprieve doesn't mean that the Holy spirit's not at work in the middle of that season. And that, Actually, I think a lot of times that's where a lot of the, the healing and the, the quiet work of God happens. Is he okay? <laughs> the cat's checking out the culprit, your boots there. <laughs> Saying, aha. The I'll, weapons. <laughs> I recognize the fur on the end of this boot. It's mine. <laughs> so here's a question for you as you're you're sensing and that's great that you're aware of you know your season to just pull back and breathe and rest um and go into some quietness how do you do that like what does that look like practically in your life Yeah, that's a great question because I'm not particularly great at this. Um, I'm a workaholic. Uh, I'm at times I'm hyper vigilant, as my counselor will, has said to me, and I think that's true. So I'm always on, and to try to pull back is a difficult thing for me. So.
I think it's trying to be, here's the difficult part. It's trying to be proactive about finding some solitude and some quiet. But being proactive is feels like growth to me. So it's almost counterintuitive because I, I have to now intentionally do something that's not part of my normal routine. So that's not dormancy. It's actually very active right. in some respects. So um, it almost seems to work against itself at, at some level. And I, so I haven't cracked the code on this deal. But um, <laughs> I know I've just... There are times when I've got to find a place for my mind to find some rest uh, from yeah. all of the activity that it's been engaging in. Yeah, so you've got to expend an amount of energy in order to change the direction or your your patterns to any degree. That takes effort. And when mm-hmm. you're already tired, that that is exhausting to think about. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that is the benefit of, you know, guided retreats or guided contemplation where you can put your hands in or you can put yourself in the hands of someone that you trust to kind of walk you through an event or a um, season like that. Yeah, I think that's great. I I don't have anyone in mind at the moment to do that. <laughs> or the uh or the, the hours, the days, the weeks. Well, yeah. Uh but anyway, I think that's a great uh suggestion. I wonder if the season of pandemic that we're still in um the res- some some of the result, some of the effect that this will have on us long term as a society is going to be a great need for that. Um, because just just because we're staying at home more or doing a little bit less doesn't mean that we're getting that kind of recovery and rest that mm-hmm. we're talking about. Um, so on the other side of this, I wonder if the the availability or the the need for guided restoration and health and wellness is going to be crucial. Absolutely. I mean, there are already many in the healthcare field that say mental health is taking a huge hit right now. And the coming out of this, the the desperate need for counselors and mm-hmm. spiritual directors is going to be at an all time high. And then for those leaders, those healthcare providers and spiritual leaders, that they during this time are really being proactive about. <laughs> resting themselves and equipping themselves for the season that's going to come in their lives. My goodness me. Well, not just going to come. They're already in the middle of it. Right. Well, and that 
circles us back around to that, just that word of grace and patience that we need to be reminded of and continually reinforce towards ourselves and towards everyone around us. Um, Just staying in that place of mercy, mercy, mercy. Yeah. One other thing that's been on my mind is that yesterday... October the 25th was my father's birthday and the first one since uh, we lost him last December. So he's been on my mind a lot leading up to yesterday and certainly yesterday. And um, You know, feeling the impact really of missing him now more than I did in the initial weeks and months, for sure. Um, And so just, you know, working, again, even the words we say, I'm working through, uh, I'm just, wouldn't it be nicer if I could just sit with, rather than work through, (laughs) but sitting with those feelings and emotions and memories um, bittersweet, you know, uh, certainly some sorrow, but also some real joy because of just remembering my father's character and, um, the, you know, joyous and funny and pleasant memories I have of him. So, That's great. I love that. And in a way that's, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. You're on this side of that, all those years of relationship with your dad, and you see it from this side. Um, and in the middle of it all, in the middle of all those years, you were just walking through it the, the best you could, as well as you could see, and he did the same thing. Mm-hmm. We recently watched an episode of Andy Griffith. And if if you are a fan of that show, you'll know this episode right away. So it's the Rafe Hollister. Is mm-hmm. that his name? The Rafe Hollister episode where there are um, auditions for the chorale or some, yep. some kind of singing concert. And Andy sends Rafe Hollister to audition for it. And Rafe is not high society. He's a farmer and he's got on his overalls and that's not the um, external picture of what the society was hoping to present. So when he wins, when he, you know, is chosen as the best singer by far with a beautiful voice to share at this chorale, the the high society falutin people are offended. They don't want him to represent them. <laughs> and so Andy fights to have Rafe, you know, go ahead and be, you know, share his unique gift. And ends up, you know, Rafe comes out and he's himself and he sings and he blows away the 
high society and everyone else in the room with his unique and beautiful gift. And so I think that's something for us right now in this season to, um, to, to share our unique gifts, to, to look for those positive qualities in everyone around us. Don't judge the externals, but be gracious and, and be looking for the things that we all need to encourage one another with today. Very well said. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good way to try to go into some respite is just to rehearse Andy Griffith episodes in my head because <laughs> uh, they speak of of good things. Um, and I think that's right. Uh, we all need that respite of of judging and being judged. There's, at least in some of my conversations right now, there's been when the <clears throat> when the topic turns to politics, there's the conversation about character versus achievements, policies, and what's more important. And that's for each one of y'all to decide and for us to decide for ourselves. Um, I tell you, in this season, I, I strongly need someone of character that's a, a healer and... Uh, and I'm not saying that means one person or the other, that everybody's got their faults. But gosh, uh, at the end of the day, I'm so thankful for God's character um, and that He's always good. Um, and yes, He's miraculous and has achieved amazing things. Um but those are less impressive to me uh, as compared to his unbelievable goodness. So just thinking about even within the Andy Griffith, I mean, it's just such, uh, you know, a revelation of, of character and peace and understanding. Hmm. So there you go. There's... Our encouragement to walk through this week, keeping our eyes on goodness, which is God. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Watch out for the cat in the dark. <laughs> Allow a season of dormancy. It's a real and, potpourri of stuff today. And be sure to watch an episode of Andy Griffith. <laughs> Have a great week, y'all. Thanks for sharing your time with us today. We hope you feel encouraged and included in all of these discussions. Above all, we really want you to know that you matter. And we're all really just one big family. So until next week, keep noticing your stars. Enjoy your freedom to explore life and just take it one step at a time.